the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Hey, ba ba ba! Before we get to our magical guest, Josie Tota, where we talk about everything from head to Tota, I want to talk about Cocoa Floss because it's changed my life. Uh, a typical floss, I don't know if you know this, but I know everything. Uh, and it's also written on this thing I'm reading off of. But typical floss glides over plaque. What? While Cocoa Floss captures it. Psh, huh? free of parabens, SLS, and PFAS, and each spool is made from recycled water bottles. Go to cocofloss.me slash Whitney to get 20% off site-wide and free shipping. There's a, a four-piece set that you can try. There's four different fragrances, etc. That's cocofloss, C-O-C-O-F-L-O-S-S dot me as in M-E slash Whitney, and the discount will automatically be applied to checkout. It's all lowercase, all orders over $20. They ship free in the U.S. Get a hold of your slam and breath and crusty gums and, and cocoa floss. No excuses. The child I ate in the womb in a past life <laughs> is here. She Indeed. made it. Indeed. I crawled my way out. Um, <laughs> let me, okay. First of all, are we friends? That's how I start the podcast. Um, yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe <laughs> a little. Um, no, yes. How we do are we, friends. What's our how do we identify? Here's the thing. This is relationship chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> Identifies super, super chaotic. Indeed. Emotionally broken. A little dumb. Tremendous. Um, so you are, we got to work together under very we, weird circumstances. We did. We made a pilot together. It was my- I was also playing like a 25-year-old at 17. None of it really made sense. I'm not 25. I was playing like 22. Yeah. I was like a junior or senior. You were in, yeah. You were like, but you could be smart and- That's true. You're being ageist. Well- Is that where we are now? 25-year-olds have to be 25-year-olds and 17-year-olds have to... I actually... What? I have a lot of friends When who I are like... When I playing, watching 90210, those motherfuckers were all 62. <laughs> no, they so. are. Oh, no, literally. I was on Glee where it was like the ARP club and I was... <laughs> I was the only 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have you seen the movie Grease? Olivia Dune john is yeah. 54. Well, but she's saying so a high school junior. I have so many friends that are like 30, but they play 15 and 16. And it's like That's a what whole, they do in To Catch a Predator. It's whole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. True. They take this like 18-year-olds. It's, it's a whole way, process. The audition process for the kids that are the bait on To Catch a Predator is to me so much creepier than the actual <laughs> pedophiles. It's right. like, Can we, we need a bunch of 18-year-olds that look 15. Like, who decides that they look 13? So strange. It's like a bunch of guys like, yeah, she looks 13. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. Let's hire her. It's like, I don't like this process of casting <laughs> right. the girl. Right. Like, in It trying to stop people that tra traumatize girls, they're traumatizing this actress. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds, it sounds like something you should stop. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh. Let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. 
Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. We're taking a real quick break from uh, this dazzling conversation with Josie, where I feel like I'm more charming than normal. Is that mm. even possible? What do you think? Yeah, I, a- I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ignore, look, pretend I'm, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend I'm not here. Emily is high this morning, <laughs> and I cannot get enough of it. I want to talk to you real quick about performance apparel because mm-hmm. you know that I'm a total brat about mm-hmm. what I put on my body, what I put in my body. That's another story. What I put on mm. it. Very, very picky. Mm. As three people that struggle with various mental illnesses, we are authorities on comfortable clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no one knows more about sweatpants than us. That's okay. True. These are perfect if you're sick and tired of traditional old workout gear that grabs you in all the wrong places. This is the perfect thing to put on your body if you're going to work out or if you're doing like everyday life things like taking a bunch of edibles and passing out on a couch or coming to work. Look, whichever you prefer. Also, I need to be able to go from the gym straight to do stand up at night. I'm not going to do a wardrobe change. I don't have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. So Viore is super cute because you can just like, I'll put my flats on, like I'll have my like sweatpants, I'll work yeah. out in them and then I'll be able to like just put a cute top with it and like a denim shirt and like there you are, effortlessly chic and also in shape. Chic and in shape. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Keep going, Em. Head <laughs> Viore.com slash Whitney. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash Whitney. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to Viore.com slash Whitney and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. When inserting the link into the show, <laughs> make enjoy the show. Oh, are you okay? Guys, this is not good. She's not speaking English anymore. This is this is a this is We're teaching an ESL class way, in the by pod the way, podcast gets on SNL once. <laughs> I did this last night. I was on. <laughs> The fact that you got home last night and decided to work. Wait, yeah, what? Is so I funny. didn't pass on on, in, on a podcast. I'm going to have to watch that podcast. Yeah, we can't no. go. Let's really, Scrap let's really. Those. Okay, that was just our in-content pre-roll. We're going to need to trim that down way much tight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so way much tight. <laughs> so fucking hot. Should we make enjoy the show? Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> Make enjoy the show. (laughs) On May 20th, I'm going to be at Tyson's Corner, Virginia, at the Capital One Hall. As you guys might have heard, I did spend a lot of time after school at Tyson's Corner with my mom. She worked at Bloomingdale's, and I shoplifted a lot of stuff. So So in the mall jail. So I will be back to apologize to you (laughs) for that. Uh, On May 21st, I'm going to be in the Huntington, New York area at the Paramount Theater. Get Googling. June 24th, Calgary, Alberta, Prince Island Park. June 26th, I'll be in Toronto on da- at the Danforth Music Hall. Oh my gosh, rescheduled shows. How do I do these shows? I do not know. I have, can't even read them. I don't know how I go there to these towns and peddle my wares. But I'm coming. September 8th, Cincinnati, Ohio. We rescheduled uh, at the Taft Theater. September 9th, I'll be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Merriam Theater. 
September 10th, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia at the National. September 24th, I will be in Charlottesville, Virginia at the Paramount Theater. Back to Josie Tota for some fascinating vocal fry. Um, One of the hardest times I've laughed in the last couple of years was me and you on set and me just saying yes. things that I love and her having no idea like- what I'm talking about. Just went right This through. is one of my favorite things. Okay, ready? Speed round. Mm, I'm so excited. Lisa Loeb. Uh, ugh, uh, oh, sounds <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I only know Lisa Rinna next. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, Hanson. And Gretel. <laughs> Evan. I don't know. Evan Hanson? Um, Hanson? Drew Barrymore. Yes, of course. <laughs> I, of course I know her. Um, Helen Hunt. Oh, that's a great last name. I just want to yell that name like Helen Hunt. I don't know who David Helen Hunt is. David Hasselhoff. Yes, I, I do know him. Um, but I, I feel like I've seen him in his car. <laughs> On like the 101. <laughs> his, I've seen him in person. I yeah, don't know any of his work. I don't work. know his work. I'm not familiar. Um... Tony Braxton. Yes. I'm not uncultured. <laughs> Third eye blind. Oh. Was that English? Uh, who? Was that English? <laughs> English. Said third, what did I say like that? What did I say like I was British? Um, Montel Jordan. Yes. I really? Do. Okay, yes, so- I do. Well, we had, well, yes. He's famous. But also see now, but the ring, the <laughs> to Helen Hunt just jumped off a bridge. <laughs> I'm sorry, Helen. But you, okay, okay. And then who are your heroes? Like, I'm obsessed with who you guys look up to. Um, My heroes are um, people that I think are, I, I, uh, like... Because we had heroes. And I'm trying I to think, think heroes are canceled. I don't we really had, look like, up to anyone. But we like, had Michael Jordan was on, on a fucking wall. Wheaties box. It's oh, before yeah, you well, knew everyone's we, private we, lives. Yeah, him. Can people be heroes anymore? Because you've seen their old tweets. I think and you've they seen can be. My friends are like obsessed with like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, sorry, that's Miley Cyrus and like people like that. Yeah, I love her. Um, she's so cool. Like Whoopi Goldberg is an old reference. I love The View. Can we talk about my niche love for The View? Yes, I'm I watch it every you. day. Like a white woman in like suburb Florida. What? Why? Except the white women's in suburb Florida aren't watching The View. They're watching like Fox. I don't know. Why I said that. That was a bad reference. No, I mean, no, no, I disagree. It's more like Granite Bay or like somewhere. I don't know. What liberal. about The View is uh, the first time I met Whoopi Goldberg? By the way, I cried. Which by Same. the way, I cried on The View. And they had to cut it. Like it was an, like I shut down. I couldn't oh, wow. make a sentence. You ruined the show. I went and I was, this was so dumb. It was the first time I'd ever done like press. Like I'm on a TV yeah. show. It's the first time I've done The View. I'm like doing Letterman. I'm doing all these shows. And it's the first time I had a stylist. And the stylist mm. got, I was wearing a top. It was green. And then it had like spikes on the shoulders. Like spiky. Like that was the style that it was like a spiky, whatever. It was like punk rock, whatever. And, but on a blouse. And I go in and I give her like the biggest hug. And she's like, ah, like I'm stabbing her with my (laughs) shirt. And cause I had a spiky shirt on and I was like, I held on to her so tightly. And then I started crying and then I like wouldn't let her go because I was like, if I let go, everyone's going to see that I'm crying. So I was like, can you just keep hugging me? And she's like, I can't do this for much longer. <laughs> and then I had a full meltdown. Oh. Uh, I also, she gave me a pair of shoes. That was an episode. They're here. And then she brought me into her dressing room, gave me a pair of her I shoes. I also was brought into her dressing room. And her shoe. Because she thought you were me. 
Her, she thought we were the same person. She thought it was, she was like, she did. Um, her shoe game is like unreal. I think people don't know that. And then, um, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, have you seen her, uh, fart on the view? Yes, I have. It is unreal. Our experience post 9-11 and it's, um, our identity was really questioned. And I think it, it explores that in a really smart way. Um, well, you know, you, uh, oh, I was going to say, oh. yeah, you <laughs> The subject is 9-11. I know. That's kind of like the worst time to to let out. But also, you've seen Ghost. Of course. Yeah. That was the first film I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yes. I I had a really weird start off. Uh, The first movie I ever saw was Ghost, and the second was The Green Mile. So like this is my, child abuse. Do we call no, child services? Abuse. And I think the first documentary I watched was like the J.C. Lee Dugard documentary where she was like kidnapped for eighteen years. Oh yeah, I feel yeah yeah, and I like was convinced I was going to be is kidnapped. That and my mom was like, to take "You're not me for like enough. six months." Right. I know that'd be nice. There is a company that you can pay to kidnap you. I do see. There's like those games that you can do too, where you like. They torture you. Do you know what I'm talking about? They like, bring you into a cabin and they like touch you and grab you and like do weird shit. Yeah. And anyway, I'm just, you should do that. My exes will do that for free. Oh, great. To any of you. But yeah, no, uh, that I'll is, yeah, no, that is a Hollywood agency. Um, I think yes. is what you're talking yeah. about. Hold on. I have all these questions for you. I don't want to forget all that. Okay. Uh, more heroes. Like who, because you can't really, ath- it, for us, it was athlete. When you look back at the people we used to look up to, it's so wild. It was like athletes and you now are like, now it's like people are just really beautiful and like also have good morals. <laughs> yeah. Like Zoe Kravitz, for instance. Yes, 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 yes. Like she's like so, like the most beautiful person on planet Earth and she is a good, has good morals. I feel like you being in the business for as long as you've been in, I feel like you probably have like an incredible antenna on people. Yeah. What are like red flags in people where you're like, this oh, is so a no So many red flags, especially in LA. There's like social climbing red flags. Like you just like feel it. Yeah. What really makes you angry? I can't picture you being like angry. Like, when do you lose your oh, temper? It's it's so easy. Really? Yeah, it is. Like what? Give me. When's the last time you like? Yelled? I mean, I'm in the. I'm yelling in the car. I'm yelling at in the people. car and everyone on the road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. I'm actually someone who enjoys the stupidity of LA drivers. Like a lot of people, my mom thinks that like LA is where like stupid just like is attracted to it. Like it comes to drive in LA. Mm-hmm. But I actually like how stupid people drive here. And I'm like used to it because I learned how to drive here. Yeah. And so being in a, I go to school in like a regular suburb full of like normies mm-hmm. and they drive in a way that is like volatile to me and it makes me <laughs> extremely angry. It's like full stop at the stop sign, uh, blinker on to turn right. Uh, and it's like stop at the red light to turn right. It's very, it's so, it's truly traumatizing. To me though, people that do that, that are the dorks that follow the rules that hard. I'm like, you are, um, uh, like a criminal that started yeah. a new life and you right. can't afford any so tickets. True. So true. Because to me, I'm like, if I get a parking ticket, I don't give a fuck. If I run this up, fine. Right. Maybe like, I'm like, oh my God, that's, I literally, at this point at my, my school, I've gotten over $3,000 in parking tickets. I'm like paying for valet. That's what I've like 100%. equated it in yeah, my that's head. That's so interesting. I'm yes. like, I will, because I refuse to park in the main garage because I have crippling. And that's also another thing people don't know. I have bad anxiety around people I don't know. Like I'm like, I'm either overzealous and overconfident, but like no one knows that I'm like wanting to die inside. And can I ask you, is that something that is um, new? You've always known about it. And I've always known about it, but I used to be rude when I had anxiety. Now I just get, um, or since I just became a fucking woman, I get really sad and just want to 
you know. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's no longer like angry. It's yeah. just like sad. But in, and is it, and do you think it has to do with your specific like journey or? No, I just think I'm just a very like, I like feeling comfortable and I don't know, I'm confident around it. I mean, you've seen me in big groups. Yeah. I'm like very comfortable outwardly, but inside I, I just want to die. Cause yeah, I think a lot of like a lot of people I know, especially performers, it's like we're comfortable around everyone. I, for me, I just feel for, here's what I will say. Most people are duds. Oh, Most yeah. people are succubus, vampire, yeah. needy energy people that are emotionally exhausting. Yeah. So I'm always like, I have anxiety. I have social anxiety. It's like most people are just also No, sucky. most people are awful. I just like, yeah, I don't want to be, that's so true. I don't want to be around a lot of people, but I also, I love being around a lot of people. It makes no sense. I'm constantly at odds with myself. Every conversation I get in, the first thing that comes in my head is how am I going to get out of this? Every conversation oh, I've ever That's been in That's what I do with, the second I make plans. Every conversation I've ever been in with anyone Whoa. is like, I have to plan my escape. And I'm like doing like act you one, act two, act three. I will like, I'll plan an arc. I will in that moment in my head to try to like give this person what they need to feel happy so I could go away. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know what people I like? Like if I have a crush the, on a guy. What's the like, how, what's the fastest way out of this nightmare? Yeah. That's that's the constant then, thing in my it, head. But is it mine? Is when it's when, when someone tries to make small oh, talk. Oh, what with is me, my fastest way out? Well, I'm no, I'm saying when someone when will when is the conversation working? Because I also know my things. Because it's also I'm like it's my responsibility to control a conversation if I yeah. have to have one and set a boundary. And if you think I'm a bitch, fine, because you already think that. So I, I, I that ship has sailed. Right. There's something so uh, liberating about people already thinking you're a bitch. Because right. then you're just like, I, I can't control this. I'm a loud woman that's kind of shrill. And I have a pen. You already think right. I'm a cunt. So I might as well just roll with this. And small talk, I cannot do. If, I, it I can't me, either. I hate. It makes me think you're stealing my life from I'd, me. I'd rather you just like scream a slur at me than like ask me how I'm doing. Like I'm more comfortable in that response. <laughs> and this is the other thing about me and Alicia, who's my best friend. Like we will go out to events and parties and she is so sweet and wants to know about your life story and like cares about. And so we all be like on our way to like pick up pizza and like there's an hour long conversation on like, I don't know, Santa Monica Boulevard of her and this random person that we just met. And it's like, then I'm the asshole if I'm like, okay, but we need to get the pizza. Uh So then it's like, but then she really cares about this person. So then I'm like, should I care about this person? And then I find myself like diving into the convo. And then I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck about this person. I don't care about you. I want to get my fucking pizza. (laughs) And so then I just find myself being like, but we really need to get the pizza. And then I just make up something. Like, I don't know. We're in a crisis. I uh, Something you can say that no one can fuck with is that when people um, like want to take your energy just going like I'm at capacity right now I'm so sorry right I know I, I can't do that it, I just I, th- I'm bad at that you if you get there there is such a amazing magical thing you can do because you're just like that's so I'm true because a- you can't be mad at someone for saying no that. you can't and then there's this like they're like oh my god me too like it gives everyone permission to stop bullshit because we humans like we have this need to just fill silence yeah. with drivel and everyone's obsession with logistics. Emily and I were just talking about this. Have you been to a wedding lately? Uh, or like, in like in, into summer. The summer? Yeah. And every wedding I've ever been to, I'm like, I get so angry because people only want to talk about how you got there and mm. how you're going to leave. Right. So you're at a wedding, like That's trying to have so a good time. True. I was at a Mormon wedding. So it was oh, yeah. not on playing by normal playing it was, roles. Were there three brides? There no, there was one cute. She was she's a good friend. Her name mm. was Sabrina. She's beautiful, but it was a very interesting experience. I bet 
It was like 24 hours in Utah. And there was a, it was a whole journey. Um, but you get to the the wedding and it's just like, how, where'd you come in from? Right. Right. It's like, you're like, uh, New York, LaGuardia or LA. Newark, you know what? Newark. If you go to Newark, it's actually fast. And then right. everyone needs to give you their travel tips. That's so true. And then it's OK. So you can't. And then and then as soon as you finish that 40 minute conversation, the, the, there's a train. Did you take the tram down? Oh, but if you check luggage, it took longer. And then now the Uber is now you can't. Ugh. They don't pull up. There's like a waiting area. So did you yeah. do the Uber? I'm a Lyft no. person. So do you know Uber is like, there's a weird thing when you sign in, you can't ever sue them. So now I'm just stabbing myself. And then as soon as you, you're like, all right, I gave this person my itinerary that I just did. How are you going back Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. You're going to go back Sunday? (laughs) What time? Oh, which flight are you on? Yeah, I'm on the two o'clock. Oh, you're on the, why don't you? What, What kind of plane? I was telling Emily, there's always one person at the wedding that needs you to change your flight so you can ride with them. That is just change so of- <laughs> fucking selfish. Did, or no, anyone, has anyone ever asked you to take them to the airport? I'm but, like, why would you ask me I that? Think people know better. But um, no, I understand better. about but the wedding. Emily That's had a annoying. friend in town recently and she drove her to the airport and it made me so angry. It fucked up my whole Sunday. <laughs> Emily was like, I'm driving my friend to the airport. No, and I was like, it's like a six hour thing. I can't. I, no. I can't. I, I like, because when someone is like, hey, will you drive me to the airport? I'm like, Let, do you just not want to be friends anymore? Like, yeah, no, exactly. There's do you other fucking ways hate to me? botch that. Like, there's, we just can call it. Right. You know what That's I'm saying? exactly how I feel. I think it's extremely disrespectful. I, I will get you an Uber. Like, just, you 100, know what I'm I would rather pay for, yeah, a car service, like a $400 car service, and take the time out of my day to drive you to an airport, you <laughs> selfish fucking bitch. Is the guy that needs you to change your flight at the wedding the same guy that needs to give everyone a back massage? It's like, I, I'm now, I just really, I'm trying. No, I, I feel like that's the guy that asks for one. The older you get, the more. <laughs> you know, Do you know what I mean? The older you get, the more you're able to really put people into categories. Like, I that's so true. was able to, uh, one of my favorite things is, what's your Girl Scout cookie? Emily. Oh. I was like, shortbread. I know oh. she's the shortbread bitch. I'm obsessed with this. The things that you're able to kind of just tell about somebody. So you, your cookie you, I feel like you're, you have some system where you're like, it's Thin Mints, but I put them in the fridge and then mm-hmm. put them on ice cream. Like That's, you've got a thing. I am, I live my life around food. Like I plan my life around, I live to eat and I live for dinner. It's a marathon until dinner. So I'm eating like a, like a fucking little bird until dinner comes. Because you want to wait and then to I'm save like, the space. Yes. And then belly. I'm like the rock. Like I am, <laughs> I go in. There's and no I'll way his everything. colon is intact. When I, oh no! When you look at The Rock's cheat meals on his Instagram, it's insane. It's like upsetting. It's crazy. It's balls to the wall. But I do plan my life around dinner, you so I am very much like that when it comes to cookies and stuff. Like it needs to be in a specific way, or else I'm, I need to enjoy it. Something needs to be playing. I need all sensory. Yeah, I'm very weird like that. See, I grew, you eat in the car on the you deep throat See, a nature grain bar. Even when I eat in the car, it's like a full thing. I have to be listening to a podcast or like can't listen to music while I eat. I used to when I had weird ass eating disorders when I first moved to LA, I would only eat like fat free frozen yogurt and I would go get it. Like that was the yeah, thing. Which everyone is like the, so much worse. Everyone with eating, oh my gosh, everyone with eating disorders, yogurt. we would just eat all this fat. There was like tasty delight. There was like 
blizzard. For, it was just all aspartame and just like nonsense, right. trash. It was just chemi- eating chemicals. And uh, I started balding. I my, I my ponytail was like a little rat tail. That's when I was like, I have got to eat something that has come from the ground. And uh, I could only eat it if I had just took a shower. That is so weird. I would go you home, know, take a shower, put my hair in a bun. And I do it. have a weird thing. I like wouldn't obviously liken it to an eating disorder, obviously. But I do have a weird thing where I can't eat unless my pee's clear every morning. You can't. Because someone told me that once. I can't eat unless my pee is clear in the morning. So I won't consume food unless I've drank enough water to the point where my urine is clear. Huh. Otherwise, Whoa. I get anxiety. My urine has been neon yellow that horrifies me i think for that changes my mood i would be concerned it's it's just like yeah i need to drink more water (laughs) but i also there is a case to be made that i'm embalmed (laughs) well people say they're like you have such good skin it's like i think it's just an embalming of chemicals honestly i was well you don't have that scent yet (laughs) which is what with the death embalmed scent when you wake up in the morning what is your what is your like morning routine everyone hates me i don't wash my face unless i have makeup on i only wash my face if it's oil and i never uh, put water on my face i use an oil and then i use a regular cleanser and that's all and then lotion and that's all i do yeah this is why we look like we are made by madame tuzel literally fetuses you never should wash your face no okay that's if you have eye makeup on take off all your makeup but i only use oil and i'll then i'll put oil on Water, oil again, derma roll, clean. There's no need to ever like scrub. Yeah, when wash I wake up, I'm just brushing my teeth and that's but it. But I wash my hands before I don't wash my face. So I'll wash my hands and then put oil on. Oh, 100%. You just wash your hands. I have to wash my hands at least. If I'm out and I go home, I wash my hands at least three times before okay. touching my face because I'm afraid. I'm not a germ person, but I'm afraid. Huh. Like I will dance on like, I don't know, like a wait staff at a club, but I will be afraid to like put a finger on my face if I'm taking I can't. Off. I used to have such a phobia about people touching my face, like grabbing, touching. Oh, I hate that. I couldn't I even. Don't like, I don't like hugs in that way too, especially if I'm like have my hair and makeup done. I'm like, why do we need to do that? I got so much shit because I was at the comedy store one night and you go, and I was like, is this just a, because I'm a girl, everyone's hugging me, hugging me. And I said, I was like, guys, can we, I see you every day. Like, I don't need to hug. Like, can we just stop the hugging madness? Hugging is also, Because girls do weird. it too. They come at you and I'm like, hi. They do, and they grab your hair when they're like doing that. Like we don't like, need yeah, to do that. this. It's such a an awkward, uncomfortable. It's so weird. And I've been told that I'm like a really bad hugger in the past, but I've gotten better. That people are saying, but it's just because I don't care. Like I'm not putting in effort to hug you because I don't want to. I just I want to look you in the eye, and I don't want to. I don't know what you're doing. Right. I don't like know what a, you're up to. Like a you know, it's too close. Yeah, I agree. It's too close. It's too close. Also, for I um, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me insecure about my breath. Um, but also the uh other thing about small talk, I think you also can take control of the situation if you have to. That's my new thing with social anxiety. Is I'm just like. Where are you from? What's your ancestry? Like, I right. need to learn something. Do you listen to a podcast? Like, 100%. I'm the same in that way. You, like, I, believe- I need something specific about your life. Also, I have a really bad problem if I'm in small talk with someone and they haven't complained about something or, like, mentioned, like, a struggle that they've had, whether mm-hmm. it was, like, as simple as something that happened that day or just in general. Like, people were just, like, even keeled and, like, fine. I'm like, I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't, like, you're hiding something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you keeping? I also think you have to fuck with people that have the same kind of inherited or life trauma in right. a way because you agree on what is annoying, what is traumatic. Like when I'm talking to someone like, oh my God, I, I had the most traumatic. I was on the freeway and like I couldn't get here and I'm like traumatized. And you're like, that's not trauma. Yeah, like I we'll never, we yeah. have different definitions. That's so true. Like I can't talk to you about There's this. There's so many people that are so 
Yeah. I don't want to say shallow in that regard because it is traumatic to them, but it's yeah. also just like, I don't know. I can't really. One of my favorite things though, um, Kathy Griffin, I've told you this, that um, uh, we were like at dinner one time. This was like eight, 10 years ago. She was like, if you're in LA and you're walking down the street as a famous person, any stranger around you, look at them and say congratulations and they'll always say thank you. So Kathy Griffin is like walking on Hollywood Boulevard and like just some random like, you know, girl like 25. She's like, hey, 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 oh my God, congratulations. And the girl's like, thank you. Thank you so much. Like did it to five or six people. They Kathy all, said that to her? They No, Kathy Griffin, a famous person, yeah, yeah, yeah. said to She's just to a random, random LA person, hey, oh my God, hey, what's up? Congratulations, I just heard. And that she's is, like, thank you. That is so Everyone funny. said, I, well, she was like, I, watch this. And I was like, there's no way. Everyone. Everyone, hands down, uh, basically thanked a famous person for acknowledging their callback. Their, I don't know, like that's so TikTok. funny. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so funny. So that's it's wonderful. also I do I do get fascinated by uh, watching people just talk about themselves and think they're more interesting than they are. Yeah, that's true. I do like yeah, my but like self destruction. But I also like to just be like I also. I'm not reading news as much anymore. And I like to get my news from complete change. I was really like, what's going on? Like, it's a great way to like get just no one knows source. It's all the people that think they have the most opinions. They're like, yeah, um, Russia's uh, invading Ukraine. I'm like, how, like why? And they're like, um, like I love watching people who think they yeah. know just slowly deteriorate as you ask them more questions. It's yes. <laughs> that is like 90. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Percent of the people at my university. Taking a quick break from the brilliant Josie Tota mm-hmm. to talk real quick about mental wealth. Let's go. Life can be overwhelming. It's a nightmare. People are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless, trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Better help is customized online therapy offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Except us. That's I'm all for that. Mm. No, I'm sure these, there's a lot of audio only people. Uh, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, which is awesome. And uh, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You guys know all this. Here's the thing: you know, you know, BetterHelp is a product that would change your life. What's 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 holding you back? What is it? Fear. Fear. Is that it? Yeah. Well, guess what? Combat your fear with 10 percent off your first month at BetterHelp. Still scared? Betterhelp.com slash Whitney. Shaking in your boots. There are so many bugs in here. <laughs> there's, there's, there, there's, so, there's so many it's bugs so in here. It's so distracting. I'm sorry that during uh, uh, my, like someone is going like, yeah, I should try therapy. And I'm just grabbing bugs. They can't see them. <laughs> you're, you're like, why am I taking mental health advice from someone that's just punching Swatting. the air? Swatting. Shadow it boxing the air. <laughs> so I know that I don't seem like a person you'd want to take mental health advice from right now because I am grabbing but there bugs. are bugs. And we're There's all, so many we bugs. all promise each other that we all can see them. They're like fruit flies. <laughs> I feel like they're fruit flies. Well, I think, I, think I just got a bunch of them. So anyway, I'm sorry that. That's better help. Be, better H-E-L-P dot com slash Whitney. <laughs> This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Back to Josie. 
And then, um, okay, so more red flags. Um, that uh, people that I meet. Um, it, yeah, like if they don't have any trauma. In dating, if they have but also mentioned. like in dating and in friends. Okay. In but also oversharing is also a red flag. 100%. On a date, if someone's telling you, and I was molested 100%. and I had this. Like, or they're over complimenting and like love bombing. Ugh, major red flag. That'll get you. They're like, you're so, I had someone, I was talking to someone for like, it was a few months and he was like, you're, you've become one of the most important people in my life. I was like, my housekeeper is closer to me than you. I like don't know anything about you. Yeah. And I hate when people think that they're closer to you than than you are to them. That's right. That's a red flag. Very big red flag. It's like if we're not on the same page about how we know each other. Yeah. And like grandiose gestures and like I can't live without you. And those are all right. red flags. Uh, it's uh, like, all right, well. I've been waiting me. for you. No, you haven't. Like just all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think it's tricky because I mean, uh, we've also been programmed to like say that stuff. Do you know what I mean? From like, how else do you no, do like, that's true. You also don't want someone to be like, hey, I no, like but you it is enough a red flag. given the circumstances. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just yeah. means that you have toxic tendencies and it's it, maybe it's not on purpose, yeah. but it's unintentional. And I think that can happen when people love bomb or they over compliment or they do big gestures and gifts and stuff. Like my roommate had a guy send her, a, she said she liked cheese quesadillas once and this man sent her a fucking cheese quesadilla every single night, Postmate it to her house. He was living in a different state. Is he single now? He, he was in Alaska. You are the most ungrateful generation I have Every ever. single day, postman cheese quesadilla. Then when they would get angry, he would be like, well, I'm not going to give you a fucking quesadilla. Like he was using the quesadillas over her and trying to like send her gifts and stuff, send her toilet paper. Honestly, it was like an animal. I'm starting to think this was a gentleman. I am looking for- uh, <laughs> Is this a prince? No, but <laughs> An he, assistant that loves logistics. He is was, this person available? He, but that's, uh, that's weird because it's like, I don't know. On some know. level, that's a very romantic gesture. I think that we're in this romance. I do that shit all the really time. It's really toxic if it's the wrong person. It's yeah. really romantic if it's the right person. I think also too, when I was younger, I felt like I needed to pay for things to like not make people like me, but just like I, I do that now too, just to like establish dominance. I feel uh, like yes. <laughs> even in big groups, like I was at a diner after a birthday party the other day, and for some reason, like when the bill came, there was like twenty of us. I was just like. I'll cover it. And no one like looked at me like, oh, you're fucking cool for covering this diner bill. There's like eight burgers on the table. But for some reason, I felt like I needed to. Mm -hmm. And then I get the bill and I spent $300 on burgers for no reason. And like, there's a cockroach on the floor and I don't even support this establishment. So, but no one offered to pay or you were like, I got it. No, they were like, we can pay. And I had to be like, oh no, it's fine. And uh -huh. then they were like, but we can. And I was just like, no. And then I got like rude about it. Yeah. Cause once you offer, you can't I know. retract. But maybe that's also the Arab in me, like having to cover everything, making sure everyone's taken care of. But then the other thing is not everyone is like that or was raised like that. Cause I was raised to always cover. But to me, the bill. for the longest time, money was the thing that was most valued in my, when you grew up without it, it's a big deal. Right. And then, so as soon as I started making money, especially because all my friends for the longest time covered me, like paid my parking tickets, like right. held me out, like, I had $7 for eight years and like all my, so now that I like have, whenever we go out, I'll like pay and it's the overcorrection thing. And my friend yeah. Nikki from college, um, every time we go out, I would like pay. And she finally was like, this is weird. Stop, like, stop. Right. Like you're, it feels weird. It does feel weird. And it's gone to the point now where my bestest friends, we don't really get each other gifts because we were like, why would we do that? Yeah. Like we could buy it ourselves. Uh, yes, there's something like toxic about the scorekeeping and stuff. That's such a weird, yeah. toxic, older thing. Like we have to get gifts. We have to do the thing, like doing things. Yeah, out. we don't do gifts anymore. And I love that. Or You're just giving me a, a gift, bunch of trash. It's, it's a an bunch experience of where I'm like, let me fly this person out that you love and that you don't know that's coming so right. that she can come and see Let you. me not give you more clutter. 
Exactly. If you, I hate that. I hate I hate getting gifts. But I also don't love either the this is hot take. The I'm going to make a donation in your name. That's the, uh, like wedding Same. registry. It's There's like, a new okay. thing. That you don't. Just, I just assume that you like lied about that. Well, oh, no, they. Oh, no, 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 no. They email you because there was one uh, a charity. There was like two to choose from or something. And there were just charities that I was like, I donate to charities a lot. These are just not. I Most charities are fucking scams. Like, like I, I guess that's great. But it's like, that's for you, babe. It's I not know, for me. But I know, I know the these, char- like you go on like, what is it? Charity Finder or something. You can see how much they pay their CEOs. Like I'm very like right. skeptical of charities. And because uh, I'm like, well, this one pays their CEO $380,000 a year. Like this, I, yeah. we're just, you're, you're getting scammed. We're all getting scammed. It's like, um, and uh, no, they were like, hey, we noticed you haven't donated. Someone emailed. It's been a year or whatever. Yeah, I got called out. Damn. Yeah. But oh. it's but then it's like, if that's what you want, I guess it's better than buying you like bowls or plates or some shit. But it is, uh, it, as I get older, it's like gifts are so weird. They're so weird. I like if you want to get them. someone something, I, I'll just do it any time of the year. Yeah, 100%. Especially when family members want to give you gifts. And it's just like, I don't, want that from you. Yeah, because now I, well, then now I have to perform and if I don't like it the way you want me to like right. it, now I have to wear this shirt like, every time you. I see you. That's nice of you. Yeah. But no. But to me, I, my big thing with gifts is like, I feel like I'm giving you a re-gift for someone else. Mm. So it's like, I'm going to give you a great, nicely wrapped candle. Right. You know what it is. And when you're in a jam, you can just give it to someone else. That's, re-gifting is a very big part of my family church system. Nice thing. And yeah. it's not weird. I don't know. Yeah, gifting is big with my family too. Like my sister loves getting gifts. Like she loves, like, I swear to God, we have bought her like the entire line of like David Yerman that's like $500 and below. Um, And that's all that she has. She like is obsessed with David Yerman. It's like she's living in 2010. I don't know why. David Yerman is. She's like 20 years old. And I don't know why she's like, obsessed with David Yerman. And it's hard to explain. David Yerman is, um, it's like a Rococo. It's like a Russian, uh, someone's Russian second wife's favorite jewelry. It's very gaudy in a very uh, 90s way. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of cool like, Is it camp? It's what? Is it camp now that it's like It's like, it's like, you know, it's like bracelets that have. Yeah, no, the the stuff is cute, but I I think it was a hot take. It's kind of like if Ed Hardy did jewelry. That is so spot on. Right. <laughs> like it's a little too. There's like a cross for no reason within right. and It just looks cheap in a weird way, but it's really expensive. And like growing up in DC, it was like all the like rich wives. Like mm-hmm. it was all about David Yerman. Right. But it's like a giant yellow stone for. But no I'm also reason. I'm just not a jewelry person. I won't wear anything nice unless I'm being paid to wear or it's mm-hmm. being given to me. Because I'm like, I want to spend money on my car and my home. Yes. And smart. places that I go. Smart. Not like I'll wear like a paper cloth over my crotch and a bra. And I go to class in that because I just don't have time to pay for clothes. There is something. I'm definitely, I'm not a crystal person. Um, but I, I sometimes. Crystals are so expensive for no reason. For no reason. What are you paying for? It's like find God, not an object. Yeah, where are you? Where do you stand with God? Does it vibrate? Oh, God! <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's crystal sex toys is a whole thing. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. I, just, I mean, but that's where it makes sense to me. That's a purpose. Yeah, I mean, it's not just letting that, it sit in your corner and praying that it'll like cure your depression. I it's think like, get on my thing with that is like they are pretty and they put me in a good mood. I'm not saying it's. I'm not charging right. them. My thing with crystals is like, yeah, they're healing because they're just pretty looking. 
And I and think that that's great. Make me happy. I think if that makes you happy, that's totally fine. Then for me, it doesn't bring objects don't bring me joy in that way. So unless I'm like using it for a purpose, yeah. unless something, which is something that like I do struggle with is like making sure everything has a purpose or like if I'm doing something, I'm like, is this productive? Yeah. I'm grateful for my like strong work ethic, but it's to the point where if I'm not doing anything during the day, I have to convince myself that it's okay to like just be still and like Ugh. be alone and like not have to make everything something that is like productive or that I've accomplished something like accomplishing could just be resting. Do you think that's are, are kind of most of your friends like that? I mean, I'm sure you attract people similar to you. Yeah, that's a lot of people my age. Self-deprivation, whatever. And just like recognizing pain and stress and exhaustion as success is something that I've had to, like I used to, you know, get off set. And if I wasn't like exhausted to the point where I was like on the brink of death, like knocking on death's door, mm -hmm. I would, I would feel like, oh, I didn't work hard enough today. I used to think it was like cool. Like it was, yeah. I mean, we, it was like I'd a be competition. Proud of myself. It's like who slept the least. And, and it was like this culture of like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. I'm so sick. I've been sick for two weeks. I've had a migraine mm -hmm. for two weeks. Like no one thinks that's cool. Like why, where did I get that idea that yeah. destroying my health Same. was like that was my last year you're a like, hero. towards the end of last year I was very much in that mindset and I was like filming a show and I was also really involved in school and like organizations and stuff on campus and like I was literally running shit at school until like 2 a.m. and then having to go to work at 6 a.m. in LA drive back work a 14 hour day and then go home and do the same thing again. And I was so constantly ill. And then this year I was like, I'm going to get sleep. I'm going to eat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to schedule as best as I can and like try to stay on track. Yeah. And it's helped a lot. I'm, I'm doing tremendously better than, than I was doing. Yeah. It is weird though. Everyone really wants to like reward it. It's like, it's like, um, you know, like having eating disorders back in the day or when you're like sick and you get really skinny. Everyone's like, you look amazing. You're like, oh my God, all these like sick things are so rewarded. Like right. toxic niceness too is so rewarded as well. Yeah. You know, the idea of like, if you take care of yourself, you're a bitch. It's also like, well, you're giving, you're martyring yourself for this. Like if I'm tired and get sick, this whole production shuts down. Like me not sleeping right. eight hours is like selfish and benefits right. nobody. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why I've had to change my mindset. Can you vacation way. or like relax? Um, I can do it if I'm if I'm with other people, yeah. And now, ever since COVID, because I mean, that time that I got COVID in like last September was the very first time I was alone for I can't even remember hmm. for years. Yeah. I had never been alone for that long in my entire life because I was quarantining for ten days in my bedroom, um, like everyone else was. And so I didn't realize like, this is the first time I've, I've ever been alone. The entire summer while I was shooting season two of Save the Bell, I had two people living in my room, one in my bed, one on my floor. There were two of my best friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I like could not remember the last time that I had showered alone, like showered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like having orgies. <laughs> showered where there wasn't someone like yeah. in and out of my hallway yeah, or like yeah. in my bathroom doing something. And I love these people, but COVID forced me to find comfortability in my lone someness and to find enjoyment in that. And like, what, is it like, you know, is it liking just the distraction or just knowing that you're safe? Or it's like not having to, yeah, think not having to be with yourself and me feeling like being by myself wasn't enough because it's like my productive thing. Like to me being mm -hmm. productive, is like, I had lunch with this person, had a great conversation and yeah. I'm glad that I caught up with them. Or like, there's so many people in my phone. I that, checked that off my list. Exactly. It's like I have one less thing on my plate. And it feels like when you're alone, you're not really accomplishing 
much in my head. That's what yeah. I initially thought. But then it's like, no, I actually did accomplish a lot because I spent time with myself and I journaled or I watched a movie or I played piano or whatever. Restored like, myself, got perspective. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, and also we need contrast. Like I find like, you know, the less time I spend with the guy that I'm dating, the more I enjoy when I'm with him, I'm more present. Yeah. Instead of if like, we're always just kind of talking, the quality of the hang is so low yeah. that it's like, by the time we sit and have dinner, I'm like, we've, are, we've, we've half-assed this all day. I'd rather just not see you all day and then be, yeah, for an hour, be at, like 100% present because I'll half-ass a bunch of, and then like, it doesn't count, you know, because yeah. it's a shitty quality of a hang. This is so recent for me. Um, and kind of it happened a little bit after my dad died and I did ayahuasca. Uh, and then like a couple, I like was like, I micro, I don't know if this did anything, microdosing mushrooms. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or maybe just getting older. I love hanging out with myself. Yeah. It is so fun I, to I, me. I do too now. Especially I've to the since I know that most of my thoughts are science fiction and not my voice right. and other people's. Because you, when I thought my voice, inner voice was the, was true, you're a piece of shit. You're falling behind. You're never going to make it. You wasted your life. Everybody hates you. You're ugly. Like now that I know that's none of that's true, it's kind of like funny to me mm. to get heckled by my inner bully and be like, oh my God, like that's, it's like, right. I have a different relationship with my mind now because it used to be this haunted house that was like constantly bullying me mm. and whatever. And like, now I'm able to go like, a lot of it is you're falling behind. You're falling behind. Like if I, the second I lay my head down for a nap or to meditate or take care of myself, it's you're falling behind, you piece of shit. Like you're self-indulgent. Like right. you don't deserve this. There's so many people like you're privileged, like all the shit, whatever. Yeah. You complain, you're sensitive, you need to work harder, you're lazy. I, like, I'm able to now just be like, that's like funny to me to think that you thought that at one point. Mm. And like, that kind of got me here. Like, I can, that's like my annoying friend that's like still giving me bad advice, but like, I'm not going to get rid of them. I'm able to just go like, you're nuts. I love you know? that. I'm glad that you got to that point. I feel like that's, I feel like I'm not all the way there, but I'm definitely now like starting to enjoy being by myself in doing, a way that I had never have before. Doing nothing is an action. And it took me so long. Yes. It's an active choice. It's yeah. not like, and I'm learning. I, there's so many things that happen that I don't process. Like we need processing mm. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so true. And you learn so much just by being still in a way that I didn't realize. Yeah, it's just in a way that's like, okay, all these things happen. I ran into this person. Like, what does that mean? How, what, what did I say? Like, I just, you have to catch up. It's like updating your software. It's like all yeah. this stuff happened. Now I'm going to integrate it into my hippocampus. I'm going to process it. I'm going to like go. Yeah, I, sh I should see that person more. Like why? What are these choices I'm making? It's like in 12-step programs, we do a 10-step every night where you basically mm. just like run through your day and yeah. you go like, do I owe anyone an apology? Did I do anything today that was like zombie old like stinking thinking bullshit. Like, did I revert to some old, uh, you know, defense mechanism that's boring? Did I like complain too much? Was I negative? Right. Oh, I love that. You just like go through. And it's a lot of it is, do I owe an apology to anybody or do I owe an apology to myself? Or or do I, did I nail it? Here's the cool things I did today. Here are the things I want to, I want to keep behaving like this. Or like, I wasn't super proud of doing that. Like down to like, why don't I have my fucking refillable water bottle today? I drank three plastic water bottle. You know, I need to start right. putting the water bottle by my bed. So I wake up like right. any systems that need to be changed, whatever. And then I'll yeah. like visualize my next day. And like it, what it does when I don't do it, my life starts falling apart. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that too. Or I mean, I haven't done that program, but I think that is very insightful. And I'm starting to do something similar where I, I journal now, which is like, I used to think journaling was the stupidest thing in the world. I'm also so self-absorbed that I'm like, 
where in my museum is this going to go? By the way, I, I, so not, I'm just I like, literally was like, you have to journal for the documentary that's made about you one day. 100%. <laughs> that, that is, by the way, because let me tell you something. I watched the, sh- the movie Bad Vegan or the TV show Bad Vegan. Oh yeah, I need to watch that. I have thoughts, okay? Bad Vegan, I believe that her journal is not real and that she did it like I need in to the watch last it. like couple months. I need to watch it. I like it's it's like here's my old journal to show. I'm like all the handwriting is the same. Mm-hmm. It's bullet points. This is a new journal you just made to pretend to be an old journal <laughs> to like put in this documentary. No, that is constantly that <laughs> I, I call bullshit on that being I an need old to journal. watch that and I actually buy, I believe what you're saying because that is my inner psyche while I'm writing is like where like where are my semantics can my true people that journal I believe all think it will be read one day when they're famous. Yeah. No one journals That's as if it's it. not going to be read If I'm going to fight with my father, it'll be like, I'm kicking you out of your exhibit. Like, that's what I like. <laughs> that is what innate scares him. I actually think it upsets him. But, but it's just going to happen. I don't know what to tell you. It's not like it's... 100%. It's not about if it's about when. I mean, that's like, it is weird to go through life like that. But I always used to... Oh my God, this is so weird. I was alone so much as a kid and I used to pretend I was always on camera. And it's a weird thing to think about. But I I remember being like, and and it was a weird, like maybe some kind of survival because I always behaved better because I was like, well, I'm on camera. It was a weird, I know. And I don't know why I just was like, I also used to like, when I was alone, I would only eat like as if I was in a commercial. I used to do that too. Like I or would, I would roll like, up. I would read like the box. I would roll up. Eating. Like if I was eating like um, cold cuts, I'd roll them up and like eat them the way I saw them in the Oscar Meyer commercial. Like to practice. I would do that. Eat like how they do in TV shows, which is like barely any. Yes, totally. I always, and I mean, it was obviously my way of disassociating, but I always like, if I was at Thanksgiving or something, I always was like eating as if I was acting. Yeah. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. You're fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a real quick break. Did you know that with Ernest, you could change your interest rate, get a lower monthly payment, and you never pay fees? Not even late fees? That's insane. I'm incredulous. Did you know that by refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money, or combine multiple loans into a simple monthly payment? I'm just blown away that you got through that sentence as stone as you are. Incredible. With Ernest, it only takes two minutes to see what your new rate could be. And there's no credit impact. And right now, Ernest is offering our listeners a $100 cash bonus. (laughs) Refinance your student debt at ernest.com slash Whitney. Had we known this was a, a voice you had in you? Not available in all states. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash Whitney to refinance your student loan. Visit earnest.com slash Whitney for more details. If you're capable of speaking like that and you don't do it all the time. Not available in all states. (laughs) Terms and conditions apply. 
Earnest Student Loan Refinancing made by Earnest Operations <laughs> LLC, NMLS. Pound sign 1204917. California Financing Law License number 6054788535. Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94105. Visit slash licenses for a full list of licenses if you love licenses. Back to Josie. Yeah, I did so much weird stuff like that. I mean, I would think I was in music videos, like stuff like that, but I also would like, if I was like alone walking down a hallway, I was like walking down a hallway. Like, oh, music video. On the playground in elementary school, I was like always in like a musical. I was in like Hairspray or something. Like the way that I was, I'd be like walking and dancing and like climbing the monkey bars. Like I was in a musical, I was like in a scene in Glee. And then someone would like punch me and then. So I was in a scene in Glee. And that's what happened. Then I was in Glee. So maybe I was just manifesting. (laughs) But also, like, um, if I was, like, walking home, like, I also would be in, like, horror movies. Like, I'd, like, go behind a tree and, like— See, that would scare me. Because I I scare myself. I I was in a horror movie class, like, this past winter. And they went around the room— and asked everyone what their biggest fear was. And someone was like, break-ins. Another person was like, kidnapping. And like, they were saying like real rational things. And then they got to me and I was just like myself. And my professor was truly concerned. And he was like, are you well? And I was like, is no one else scared of themselves? I am my biggest fear. Like what? What? Like I'm, I know that I'm like the most destructive person in my circle, like I could destroy myself just the blink of a button. Do you ever think that if you're like, I don't know, at a, at a like on live television or something, it's like you could just say one thing awful in your entire career. I've done it. Yeah. 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 Right. But it's like you almost it's like standing over the edge of a cliff and just wanting to jump. You know what it is? It's which I do. Which so I love babies. I think they're awesome. Um, really hot take. Hot. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying this is a I just sometimes when I'm holding a baby, I'm like, what if I just drop yeah, this baby? That's a common intrusive thought. Oh, I actually think about it's all the time too. Like throwing, but I'm like, like I throwing could a just, baby. Yeah, or like no. pushing someone off a subway platform. Like yeah, when stuff like that where I'm like, I could yeah. literally just cr- like no, drop this baby and No, my hairstylist was telling me that. Not my hairstylist. I don't, no one come from actual hairstylist. But this girl who was doing my hair in near my school, she was like, I was on a walk with my baby and my baby was crying. And I just, and there was a tented house and she was like, just kind of wanted to walk right into that tented house and see what happened. And I was like, are you okay? She wasn't okay. Uh-huh. And no, so she's I've, dead now. I've, but I'm just kidding. She's I alive. used to go um, into grocery stores. And um, by the way, biggest, I'm afraid of grocery stores. They scare me. Let's get to but, that. But please continue. Um, uh, they, I love them. Uh, I love them. I love grocery stores because I have such fucked up shit with like debting and buying. And anytime I buy someone, I, I buy clothes or anything or, or something nice, I feel instant regret and shame. I, I'm the same with that way. But with food, I'm like, I know this is a good purchase. Like anything I buy in this store right. isn't like, I'm not a piece of shit that's overspending on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to have shame after this. Mm. But I used to go into grocery uh, grocery stores and go to like the Entenmann's like cake section and walk by and like punch the cakes like the top down onto the cakes. You are evil. How old were you? You're like, this is last week. I know this is, uh, yeah, like a kid. Like I would, and then yeah. I would go to like the magic middle, like like the Keebler, like cookies and like squish them like through the bag. Insanity. You just felt like you needed to do something. You were daring. I, do, I don't know Adrenaline. what that was. Like we ended up putting it in the Roseanne reboot. Like, uh, 
uh, Darlene's daughter was doing it. Like just little weird destructive things. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you know what else I used to do? I used to like creatively litter. Like as it, even when I was alone, because I was like, I'd like have gum and I would like do something where I'd like pretend I was doing something to right. like throw it in a way that didn't look like littering. But it was just for me. That is so interesting. I feel like we all have those little things with ourselves. Weird we little things we do. Yeah. See, grocery stores scare me because it is one place where everyone, and this is how I feel about like walking to a class on campus. Everyone seems to know where they're going, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know where everything is. Every item is in the place that they know. And I just feel like a deer in the fucking headlights. In a grocery store. I feel like Dora without like a map (laughs) or like a little person by my side telling me where to go. (laughs) And it scares me. And I'm always bumping. It's like bumper cars. I'm bumping into people because I don't know where to go. And then I end up just going home and ordering and like wasting my life. Mine, I love grocery stores because also I, it shocks me, like shocks me every time people don't do things the same way I do them. Mm. Like if I look at someone's grocery cart, I'm like, it blows my mind. What pe- like I cannot, really? that is my, I'm not even looking in that. people's carts is the most, to me, the most entertaining thing that, that the most engrossed I can be. It's just like four bobbly pizzas, like snap peas. And like, what is your life? Like, and trying to figure out their right. life. I'm upset. And I think that's also how I became a writer in a weird way, because I would like always try to figure out people's backstories. Like if I mm. see strangers, I would like start writing their backstories and how do they know each other? And, yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, my, yeah. I just love seeing people's weird shit. I love watching women put on makeup. Every woman. I do too. Emily, when she I puts on do eyeshadow. Too, especially like when they're like normal. She licks the liner before she puts it on her eye. That is such a thing. I also like watching people. And I think that that is certainly i feel like a uh, like a, a writer thing or like trying to make up like why someone got somewhere or like teachers i find very fascinating like you're committing your life to like just lecturing these like children in a room they hate you and you like know they hate you hate and you. you know they hate you like i had a professor last week he like called out um, of going to class because he like fell and he like hit his head and i was thinking like did anyone respond to this email because <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't like I'm sorry that you hit your head but like I'm not the great class is over like you know I'm like they must have like so they must be so sad but wait wait what is he okay yeah I mean I guess he's fine like we have class tomorrow night but he just like was in the hospital or something he did like a big email saying like I went to the hospital and like no one responded yeah I don't think a single person did Unless it was like a direct response. <laughs> which, was it BCC? Or I mean, it was, everyone was CC'd. Yeah, no, it was like everyone. The only thing worse than someone hitting their head is having to then check 500 emails mm-hmm. from people that are pretending to care. Right, right. <laughs> so maybe that was so the nicest true. thing to possibly do. Honestly, I think I was just trying to look out for him. I don't know if it was COVID or what, but right when I, when COVID kind of started, I was like biking all the time. And uh, I fell off the, my bike and like mm-hmm. five people saw it and no one did anything. And I was just like, I'm going to get up and be fine. But like, I don't know if this is a COVID thing or like. Don't. See, I would love that. I don't want I'd be embarrassed if someone acknowledged my existence if I fell off a bike. <laughs> I want them to just walk straight ahead and not even look at me. But I want someone to just be like to care. Yeah. Like, what if it was war? Like, what if it was really bad? Right. Well, then that's actually funny. Have you ever broken any bones? Um. I think I did. I think I sprained or I like fractured, mm-hmm. but not really. I mean, I'm not the most athletic person, mm-hmm. um, if you can't tell. I'm just like, I don't like putting myself 
in a way that requires labor or like physical exercise. I just don't like that stuff. Yeah. So I don't really break a lot. I don't get, I get more, you know, emotional I just don't, trauma. I don't know anyone that is uh, like, like younger, like everyone that I know that's young has not had physical mm-hmm. injuries. I think because when you're you, you old people, no, <laughs> I think people used to play outside a lot when they were younger. Yeah. We, Isn't that uh, illegal now? Mm-hmm. I someone went to that's a, illegal. No, okay. Uh, a woman got went to got arrested because her kid was playing across the street in a park, and she was like kind of looking out the window. Mm-hmm. That or, is, their kids were taken by social services because the mother let them walk to school. Okay, well, I fully like kidnapped a kid when I was like six years old in a go kart, and like, Sick. yeah, no. So like, I don't know. And the police came and just dropped me off at my mom's house. Maybe that's why privilege it probably is. Also, my mom. At another time, took me to the police station, was like, take my kid. And they were like, this isn't daycare. What, so, what were you doing? I was just pissing her off. That's actually a thing that, because uh, you're a Southern California, you grew up, right? No, Northern California. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it is a very Southern thing. I, mean, I lived here for that 10 you years. you drop your kid off at the police station. Like, can you just handle this kid? Yeah, no, that is something How that my mom did. I was probably like six or seven. And they were like, we don't take children, ma'am. Like, please leave our property. My mom was just like, I'm done. And I was like negotiating. I was like, do you guys have like a day system or is it like overnight only? What are the accommodations like? Like, is there amenities here? And they're like, this is a police station. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking idiot. That's kind of how that happened. But what, what, what is your birth order? My birth order? Yeah. I'm not familiar with What is your, you have your a brother? Oh, you? yeah, yeah. Okay, so Older I'm the you? youngest. Okay. And my brother is the middle. The, and my sister is all, all The this. youngest is, um, th- 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 we just had to raise ourselves. Like our yeah. parents were done parenting. Yeah, Do you know if true. you were on purpose? No. Oh, no, I was a complete accident. Yeah. I was born like a decade after my siblings. Yes. They yes. were like, oh, wow. I, I, my mom was convinced like nothing had worked. I like was breastfed by my mom and it was like powder came out. It was like flour. <laughs> And How old was she? She was like in her 40s. And I, yeah. I'm, she got pregnant just naturally. Uh, she nursed, she was like 38. I think she nursed me until I was like four years old. I was like, I feel like if your kid can be like, mommy, can I have titty? Like, that's probably a problem. But what? Oh, so she, you just kept demanding it. I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with it. 100% uh-huh. obsessed with it. And my grandma, I would like try on bras as a kid. And my grandma was like, you just love bras because you loved being breastfed. And I'm like, you stupid fucking bitch. I like want tits. And and how do you know all this? Do you remember this? I know people are like, when I was three, I did this. I'm like, I don't remember anything. I, I have small memories when I was super young. But before I moved to LA, before I was 10 years old, I don't remember being back home. And even living in LA as a young person, there's so many people that come up to me and like apologize to me or they, I think, expect me to apologize to them because uh-huh. like I did something fucked up to them. And it's like, I have no memory of that. So I naturally apologize to every single person from my childhood. Right. Like if I met you before, that's the first thing I do. And like, I'm really close with like this kid now. He's like one of my best friends and I like bullied him in middle school. Uh-huh. But we don't remember what I did to him. He doesn't remember how he received it feels fair fair is fair we spent valentine's day together me and him and his boyfriend it was wonderful um yeah i just feel like you know it's like when you like kids need to work shit out like bullying like i'm not like hate crime people bully people but it's like this is some this is how i mean you see dogs do it they it's like you have to uh, test each other also if you're unhappy with yourself you're gonna take it out on other people and i think at that age especially everyone coming to move to l.a to like pursue their dream of acting or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like has to hate themselves a certain amount to have to like have gotten there. Yeah, of course. But also like be so ego um, 
like egotistical and like an egomaniac to like convince themselves that they could even thrive yeah. in a different state or it's different a city. Weird, it's a weird kind of self-hating narcissism where you're like, yeah. I believe that I should star in movies, but I also But like, I also hate am myself. the worst person on earth. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a weird, I found this like the other day, I screen tested for like a very, like a legendary director. And mm. I was like, I'm getting this. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't think the jokes that are working in my standup are f- th- that funny. Like the way I hate myself on so many levels, right. but now I had this like delusional confidence and I was like, you know what? I'm so into delusional confidence now. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm I, so, the other shit just I didn't serve too. me. It, here's the thing with like, everyone's like, how do you get high self-esteem? It's not from fucking quotes on Instagram. None of mm-hmm. that shit works. It's from doing esteemable actions and then just realizing, get, getting to a rock bottom going like, you know what? It just doesn't serve me in any way. No one likes it. It's uninteresting. No one thinks it's cool. It's boring. Like insecure people are dangerous. Like I look at the people that are killing it right now. I'm like, these are delusionally confident people. 100%. And they're kind of might be talented. But like if you think. that's, I've been trying to be in that wave too. Delusional confidence. Having a certain amount of confidence that is like inequal to like your actual strengths and talents. I think that was something that. Tina Fey said once when she like won an award that she was like grateful that her parents gave her like an overwhelming sense of confidence that did not match like her actual skill set or like whatever, which is like obviously untrue. She's like the most brilliant person on earth. But I was like, that's actually true for me because I try to constantly convince myself that also like people automatically, I feel like assume that you're cooler or you're smarter and intelligent than you already are, even though in general, in general, I think that is something that's well, a fact. That is something that is, I remember my dad said to me once, and I obviously didn't take any of this advice, like people start like thinking you're brilliant and everything you say, you're just knocking, just say as little as possible and yeah. let people project onto you and like let be a mirror for their insecurities. You can be a mirror to someone else's stuff. And there's something nice about like not taking the bait and like, you know, that's my, new, you it just, you're not a bitch if you're just listening. Yeah. And yeah. I used to think that that was like you had to jump That's into so everyone's true. And it's shit. like you can just give the emotional contagion. The right amount. It's like feeling like you are burdened by the conversation and you have to like, I don't know. I also find a lot of people, you probably get this too, like people come to me a lot with their problems and like tell me really weird, intimate things about their life because I think they feel comfortable around me, which I'm grateful for. But then it also feels like I'm constantly burdened and it's never people I'm close with because mm-hmm. people that I'm really close with obviously are not overburdening me with stuff, but it's like random people at parties or something. Like they feel like mm-hmm. I'm the only person in the world that they can like tell their trauma to. Mm-hmm. And then like they've now traumatized me. Yeah. And I'm like crying in the bathroom because I'm uncomfortable by you. I, okay. So there's a thing in 12-step programs where it's like the, the or like getting sober, the wreckage of your past, right? So like, for example, um, if you're in AA or NA, which I'm, I'm not like sober off substances, like yeah. mine's Al-Anon, the um, addicted to people, perfectionism, mothering, micromar- micromanaging, martyring, doing things out of obligation, you know, you know. And um, uh, it's super cool. Uh, all the things that people do on drugs that are reprehensible, I do sober because I think I'm helping. Uh, right. So there's something wreckage of your past. So it's like when people get sober, there's a big like you have to apologize to people. You have to like change your number. So drug dealers aren't going to text you. You have to like right. delete people, block people, stuff like that. Like there's, you know, a re- it's called wreckage of your past. And I found I realized this past week, the wreckage of my past in my thing I'm recovering from is that I only thought people ever wanted to be friends with me or talk to me if I was like useful of mm. service to them in some way. I thought yeah. my all my 
um, worth to someone else was being helpful to them, rescuing them, saving them, or like being an authority figure and being useful to them. Because like growing Mm. up, like when you're the youngest or weren't planned or like you had to be useful, you had to earn your keep. Like, and I, I have a really hard time having fun. Like I get anxious. I'm not having fun enough. Like I'm the person at the party that just wants to help clean up and like help, like put the dessert out and cut, you know, like I just want to be useful right? because I don't feel like that I'm enough, Mm. just me. So let me, um, my self-esteem is drive through my productivity, even though you're kind of just being annoying. You're that annoying person that's cleaning things up too soon. Right. And it's just like no one, like the person who at Christmas is picking up the wrapping paper before everyone's done unwrapping. And I'm the wrapping. asshole who like, I feel threatened by that. So I would just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, like, then it makes stop. other people be like, oh, should we be helping? You're like, no, just me. Like you guys have fun. I'm right. just a fucking But then nerd. in my head, I see people like that as like someone who's just like wants attention. Hundred percent, and then I get angry, and then it's because I, I want attention. Well, it's like I'm—I know it's like I'm just like so, I'm such a martyr, and everyone's like you're so nice, and you get this credit that See, you're I really being manipulative. If you're at my house doing that, I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get Stop out of the cleaning. kitchen. I don't Stop. want you to I didn't clean. invite you here to clean. Yeah, you're making. And I always else feel find bad. that the people that do that are the more quiet ones. That like just that's the only way they see themselves having a purpose is if they're doing something that's like actually helping. I'm like, actually, that's not helping. And it's also needy. If you sat in the corner and got in a fucking conversation like a normal fucking person. Well, no, I would say like on my gravestone, it's just going to say, I was just trying to help. It's like that is, it's like the people that get in relationships and they're like, I just loved too much. It's like, this is, right. this. it's toxic niceness is what codependence is. Right. And it's like, you know, what That's I so first heard true. when I went to program, people pleasing is a form of assholery. And yeah. you're like, oh, you're just kind of like a needy, annoying, kind of domineering. It's the three M's, mothering, micromanaging, martyring. You're trying to solve, before you solve a problem, make sure it's your problem. Like when you go into someone's house, you're like, oh, hey, let me fix that. It's just like, I didn't invite you here to shame me. That is so me. true. I know uh, someone like that's so But hard. you genuinely think you're being helpful. You're being useful. And it's the, it's also the the people that constantly ask you if you're okay. Mm. Are you okay? How are you doing? Are you okay? Do you need anything? It's like, that's I'll so let true. you know. That's so you're true. You're trying to get points for this, asking me if I need anything. It's you like know they, I'm going to say no. They do that because they're they're just com- they're uncomfortable in silence or something or like they just aren't don't feel like they're enough in but that moment or they yourself, need validation and it's you're like, making us not be equals right now right why are you doing this you know yeah, what I'm saying I hate that no no 100%. you're not the waiter but in your mind it's like do you need anything can I help you are you okay that's the big I'll let you know if I'm not like you will know 100%, and what you're yeah. do what you're saying the subtext is hey I know you're a liar so I know I asked you if you're okay, but I know you're not. Like, there's no way you could be. You're like, a liar. You're, you. you're accusing me of being dishonest with my communication. Yeah. And you're accusing me of putting my friends to work. Like, That's when like when someone's like, do you want something to eat? And you're like, no. And they're like, you should probably have something. I'm like, what? You don't know, fucking know me. I don't want fucking food. You don't know. And then they like hand me like a protein bar. It's like they need to feel like they're helping you with but something. But you're being annoying. Yeah, you're being annoying. Do you know annoying. what I'm saying? You're being annoying. And I think it's, yeah. it, you're ex- being exhausting. And you think you need to rescue people that are just fine. Yeah. Which is judgment. You're yeah. judging. You're like, you would fall apart if it wasn't for me. I'm going to, I'm just going to, you're too stupid to take care of yes. yourself. So yes. I'm going to do it. But it is under this guise of like, I really grew up w- thinking that that was kind, that that was the nice thing to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. can I help? Can I help with this? And then you just learn being yourself is just a, so much easier. And, and like, also, by the way, enough. and also like at, uh, going to someone's house for dinner, like, now that I'm like an adult and I'll like have a dinner party, I'll have people over. The person that like start gets up and starts helping, I'm like, D- you don't know where these dishes go. I'm gonna you don't put that right. food in the trash. I'm gonna right. give it to the dogs. Like, I want to clean up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're taking that from me because a lot of times people cleaning up at parties, that's their way of getting a fucking break. I went when I was dating this guy. Uh, 
uh, a couple years ago, I went, um, it was like his family doing, they do like a yearly reunion and the husband of the sister um, was like doing the dishes, was like doing all these dishes, all these dishes, like tons. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm a guest here. I should go help him, whatever. And I went over and I was like, hey, can I help you? And he was like, leave me alone. Like, this is my time. <laughs> this is the only time I have. Like, please don't help me. Like, I need this. Honestly, I'm going <laughs> to use that. Yeah, like you don't take someone. Yeah. That might be their coping thing. They might have a, because then it's like someone's helping you and like, then you're the cunt because you're like, you're putting in the dishwasher wrong. I think That's we not just how I need to it. trust that people are more vocal than like we think that they are. And then we don't have to like read between any lines and like discover like some sort of like puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like we can just wait to be told that we're needed if we're needed. And also look at your motive for doing it. Like, like take a second right. with yourself. Are you trying to actually help? Like, I already like you. You're here. We're friends. Right. Like now don't. Yeah. Are you trying to actually help? And then also it's like, because then the wreckage of my past is this, which you were saying, all the people that I realized because I was last week, Emily has known me for so long. I, I said I said something the other day that I've never, literally never said before. I was like, I'm having this feeling where like, I feel like I'm just, I, I think I'm overwhelmed. And I've never been overwhelmed. Mm. I've never, I, I always, I'm like, when people say they're bored or overwhelmed, I don't understand what they're saying. Because I've, I've never, chaos is so comfortable to me. Mm. I, like it's, it energizes me. Like, like yeah. I feel comfortable in it. I feel overwhelmed when I have to make certain decisions. Like if I have it like four hours free and I'm like, there's nine things I need to do. I'm kind of like, it'll take me a second to choose which one, but that's not, that to me is just like decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. Right. I've never been bored. And I've not, when people are like, I get, I'm bored. I'm like, well, how right. can anyone be bored? There's so mm-hmm. much to do. There's so right. much shit to read yeah. and learn. And like, um, but, uh, I, I realized I was getting overwhelmed because my text messages Half of them are people that are like, hey, who's the best dog walker in Santa Monica? Hey, who's the best doctor for a, 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 a weird chin? I don't know. Right. That was weird. Because I was thinking, I was trying to think of a jaw. Someone asked me the other day, hey, who's the best jaw surgeon? I'm like, why, why would they I ask the you go-to that? person? Yeah, people ask me that shit all the time. But I've done it. It's my fault. Because I was the person that would, I'd meet someone new from LA and I'd be like, here's the best doctor. Yeah. Here's the best guy. You know what? Call me if you need anything. I was like, I I'm had to the be, same with that. I yeah. had to be everyone's. And then I, I trained people. And I, I, I signed myself up for shit like that. People I once, say, I my text, literally people, it's a number I don't know. I'm like, hey, so-and-so said you're the best person to ask mm-hmm. about, you know, a I cu- get cupping person. I'm all like, the time. I literally, and I'll sign myself up for things that I like, do not care about. And you know what's never happened? I've never given someone the number and that was the end of the exchange. Right. Then it's, well, when's the best time to go? Is traffic? Mm-hmm. And that one, if yeah. you answer one question, they now, you work for them. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to ask you a million other So I'm going tomorrow. What should I do? What was your experience? Did, what, did this work for you? But what yeah, about this person? So and I'm just like, I, tr- like no good deed. This is like, a, um, uh, one time I was, there's something psychologically about helping someone like it was like Chris Rock um, said to me once, he was like, there's no such thing as lending money. It's only a gift mm-hmm. because it never ends. Like right. he, there no, and he said this to me and I was like, no, I just want to be the person that's like giving back all the time, but it's never enough. And you're always going to be the asshole at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like give an inch, take a mile. There was this, I used to give out um, like free tickets to shows for people that couldn't afford tickets. And this person, and they would send to an email, like this guy wrote the loveliest email. He was like, I was in the war. I'm in a wheelchair, da da and every line was like, this. Uh, I know Whitney's not reading this. Her, like, whoever is reading this for her. And I was reading them. I read shit directly all yeah. the time. And um, I write back. I'm like, hey, it's me. You got two tickets. It was La Jolla Comedy Store. Yeah. Um, front row. See you there. Can't wait. You know, this sob story. And like, he's like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. Like, this is changing my life. I can't believe you responded. You're my right. hero. Da, da, da. And then I was like, here's my number if you have any problems. 
20 minutes before the show. Hey, uh, I'm going to be late. Uh, can you save like a parking spot <gasps> outside? What the fuck? And I'm like, uh, like, and then it's like, I mean, truly the number of asks were so wild. Right. He's then like, it was like, can I have Skittles on my chair? Is the show, show going to start right at 730 or like, who's the opener? Like it was, I mean, I have screen grabs of it. It's on a whole old hard drive because it is so wild. Um, and then comes in late to the show, uh, is heckling me the entire time. And uh, I did a joke about how every guy somewhere in their house or apartment has a jar full of coins, mm-hmm. like a bowl of coins. Right, yeah. Like it's got like a couple of wrappers in it, like right. a, like a ring, a butt, like buttons. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just like went cold and he went, that's so we can pay for your shit. <laughs> how I'm sorry. Kick him out. What? It was just like. You kicked him out? When you, so, he, they had to remove him. I mean, he, like, he was he, such yeah. a problem. He was like verbally But there's something you. psychologically about when you help someone they lose respect for you think oh they're gonna gain respect for me one hundred percent that's yeah exactly they which lose is why I stopped I used to do all that shit all the time like cover like pick up the bill but also like help someone with certain things give people things like when people send me stuff like I would just like give it to people and then like they expect things of you mm-hmm. and then like you said give an inch take a mile it's not the it's not it you're right it's the complete opposite it's like they actually like you lose value. But in their stop life. offering things. Yeah. Stop being that person. Cause I just love being like, oh now, my God. Now this- I'm the opposite where I'm like, you're not fucking getting it unless you're really close to me and you've earned your place. Yeah. I'm like, I won't give anything. Cause also I I give out like this is the best doctor. This is the best doctor. And then I can't fucking get appointments. And right. then I can't get in, whatever. But it's it's just so wild to me. And then, oh, if their experience goes poorly, that's the other thing. Is that you're rec- I'm recommending the healers and the mm-hmm. therapists and the this and like, well, this I don't like the way this person handled it. I'm like, I didn't. Now yeah, I now we're it's now it's fault. awkward as if I set you up on right. a date with someone that was shitty right. to you. It's like I'm too involved in your personal life. It's just not appropriate. Like it's taken me so long to realize because it's like I and it's also the same thing. I've no, I've it's hard for me to talk to new people. So I just am like, let's just talk about the best. Everyone wants to know, like, where's the best facial? What do you use on your skin? Stuff like that. Right. And then I'm like, oh, I'll send you the link. And now I just volunteered to take 40 minutes of my day to yeah. send this person a link. And then they get it. And they're like, do I use it in the morning? Do I also use it at night? And I just work for you now. Yeah. No one's You're ever been assistant. like, got it. Thanks. And that was the end of the exchange. Yeah. That is, that is, it's a violent habit and it, yeah I'm glad that you're people are like that. hey they'll send me videos of their dogs and like hey my dog won't do this can you like what should I do I'm like I and these are the same people who are like I know you're slammed I front you seem mm-hmm. like you're so busy but like my dog's not eating like should I so you're just like what miss, food do you you're your missing dog? like boundaries that I would say, you need to put in place I'm now at the point where I'm just like unmute me right mm-hmm. All this is on my Instagram somewhere. Like all right. these answers right. are somewhere on my Instagram. Listen to the podcast if you want all this. Like I talk about yeah. just the, can you please take your time to like give me all the information? I the, the it's a, Google it. Yeah. I, I've, that's a big red flag for me now is that people that ask questions that could be Googled. Well, yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. I feel like people like it's somehow like it's in the era of technology, people get stupider. And I'm just like, it's life is so easy, babe. 
why are you burdening me? I also probably have to go soon. Yes, we do have to let Josie go. Soon. I just love you. I'm obsessed We've never with got you. to like hang hang. I know. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that because I That's feel- This is a toxic trait of mine is being like, we need to do something and then not following up. But I yeah. actually do want to follow up because yeah. I want to hang out with you. Yeah, I love you. Where are you going? You're driving back? I love you so much. I have to go to class. What are you studying? I'm, I'm going to college. I'm going to, I, yeah, at 4 p.m. It's depressing. In here, town? In Orange County. I love you. I know. Pray for me, but I love you. And thank you for having me. <laughs> I love you. This was, I feel like we're very all over the place, but that's that's that we that's what we do. That's here. who we are. That's who we are. It's fine. I think we need to have a separate show where we just have topics about. But um, I'm very stuff insecure that we don't about things on. now not being like coherent or not finishing a thing. And today I just surrendered with you. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. And I think people will appreciate that. The surrendering yeah. and the joy that we've created together. and Because I, I think you're kind of like me where you get bored of what you're saying halfway through saying it. I do. I, I get too. bored of myself. I get so bored <laughs> I of myself. I never get bored. I get bored when I'm like, I'm going to talk about this. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, we're like constantly bouncing yeah. to different. But that's the only, that's why I do so well with you is because I also love talking to you because you have such a good way of like, throwing things everywhere and I also function in chaos well and you are like I feel like I'm either the person who's like the crazy or the straight man Mm -hmm. and the thing I feel like we balance each other out very well in that way where we trade off sentence to sentence that's correct that is true and I feel like that is it's a relaxing thing because I'm not like servicing you as the passenger the entire time you are um not easy nothing throws you yeah. I do well with people that aren't sensitive and that nothing throws them. Right. Yeah. That's something that's true as well. Because I feel no loyalty to the thing I said or the person I was 10 minutes ago. Oh, same. In fact, <laughs> I am like, do not prosecute me as her. I'm embarrassed for her and I've thrown her away and honestly deport her. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like I just, I know I just said that, but now I'm saying this. Yeah. And I need you to just get on yeah, board. No, nothing. Could, you can't be doing math about what that just That comes happened. from my dad. He could see someone be like killed in front of him and. He would just be like, okay. I love that. Like nothing phases you. Yeah. Um, Don't Ride Elephants, Saved by the Bell uh, is, you are so fucking good in the show. I'm sure Thank you guys you. have already seen it if you're going to see it. Um, is there, it's coming back? Um, We don't know. We don't know. So Hopefully, weird. fingers crossed. <laughs> I feel like I had to say that. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Sure. But no, actually, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but that's just uh, yeah, what people don't... say. That's why I said that. Um, And then, yeah, ending these awkwardly, letting you go. Uh, My brain is a mess today. Love you. It's totally fine. I love you so much. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.